Hey, yo, what the f***? This is a pallet right here. The late night flight is paid for by the following. Time to play the game where we find out who's capping. It is... This is some This is the game where we find out if this is the bullshit. Damn, Natsua, new brew. And alongside with me is co-producer Smart Smart. What's going on with your player? All is well with me, man. How's everything with you, man? So check me out. I was taking this today at work, right? And here's the thing. Here's the thing. I work on the seventh floor. Okay. I go all the way down to the fourth floor at 1230 when everybody is trying to get lunch just so I can have that toilet all to myself. Okay. So another employee came into the bathroom. Whatever. White dude. Doesn't really matter. He wants to take his too. Here's the thing. I'm trying to figure out why white people do not want to play any type of radio, any music, while they're taking this I do not want to hear <laughs> while I'm trying to get my on too. I start playing podcast and radio stuff when I be doing it. And people be getting a little appalled by that. But I think it's like good. I don't want to hear nobody. Um, all right. So the, the, the courteous thing to do is when you hit that at first initial, right? <laughs> you flush, right? So that's courtesy flush. That first initial noise or whatever, the flush will hide all of that. But it's kind of like you can offend somebody by playing the wrong type of audio or, you know, when you listen to stuff, you can offend someone because they don't want to hear that. So usually you, I, what I do is I read. Right when I'm in there, I'm doing my thing. I read, but when I, I don't play anything out loud. But when I do, if I do feel it's going to be a little loud, it's going to be a little messy. I do flush. Listen, just because we talk about white people on the late night flight doesn't mean they can't listen to that good. <laughs> why we taking that? <laughs> all right, let's play the game according to Yahoo.com. Nick Cannon got a new mixtape out and is wild and it's almost out. <laughs> what? Okay, as excitement continues to build for the release of Raw NB, this is the explicit new mixtape that's coming out on May the 20th. The 41-year-old rap artist, let me say that one more time, yo, for all you old heads that think you can't get it in the game. The 41-year-old rap artist is teasing his new music with an NSFW photo. Okay. E! News can exclusively reveal the cover for Nick's mixtape which features the All That alum sitting on a giant speaker lifting up his naked ex-girlfriend, Jessica White. No, not Mariah, Jessica White, as she looks directly into his eyes. Nick dated Jessica back in 2015 after his split from his ex-wife, Mariah Carey. At the time, Jessica was one of the faces of Maybelline. They had an on-again, off-again, on-again, off-again relationship until 2020. We just had unconditional love for each other and we were friends. This is what Jessica said on Hollywood Unlocked with Jason Lee in January 2021 Smarts. When you have a really close friendship with a person you just know each other. He understood me, my craziness and I understood him and his craziness and we just meshed. We got along well. We were actually in a really good space before it had ended. Smarts, I ask you, is it the bullshit the A&R's at the label wanted Nick Cannon to change the name of the album from Raw and B to Raw and Nine. Wow. Word. I thought you was going to say Raw Dog. <laughs> just, just call it what it is, man. Sheesh. 
BS. <laughs> Smarts, I don't mean to make you mad about this. This is definitely Academy Award, Chris Rock, Will Smith stuff right here, but check me out. Mm-hmm. So, according to Deadline.com, ABC will air the 95th Annual Academy Awards on Sunday, March 12th, and Craig Erwich, we'll get to him in a second, promises that the Disney-owned network will make the telecast even better than this year. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Erwich, who is the president of entertainment at ABC, told Deadline that despite the Will Smith slap on Chris Rock, he thought it was a really successful year for the show. Hmm. <laughs> okay. He was also open to the idea of Rock hosting next year's show. My assessment of the Oscars was that it was really, really a successful year for the show. Obviously, there were a lot of drama which overshadowed a lot of the positive things about the show. But I was really happy with the program. Even before that very unfortunate moment, the show started off real good and we came back in a big way. The show, which was hosted by Wanda Skykes, Amy Schumer, and Regina Hall, was up nearly 60% in audience and 73% in the key demo from the Hostless 2021 Awards, capturing 16.6 million viewers. Smarts, I ask you, is it the bull that the Oscars are open to Chris Rock hosting the Oscars next year? So as long as Chris Rock doesn't open the lawsuit against the Academy. Yeah, that's some BS. I don't know. I don't know. I don't I don't really like the sound of none of that. You know what I'm saying? They think that he's going to get more views by him coming back. They're going to see who's going to run down and body slam him next time. That's what we're doing. Fake. <laughs> and finally, in a video. Filmed on an airport runway, Ludacris revealed the extravagant way he's celebrating his latest achievement. Bought myself a little graduation gift, he wrote alongside the video, which reveals a private jet that he just purchased. Yeah, mother That's what he said in the clip before singing the Jefferson's theme. You know that Jefferson's theme, right? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. we moving on up, moving yeah. on up to the east side. To the deluxe apartment in the sky. Ha, ha. My favorite part of that song is um, how we go. Now we are in the big leagues. The harmony. Finally up at that. Real estate agent, don't put me Trump Tower, cause that's where Kells is at. Wow. Maybe moving on up, moving on up. Let me stop playing. Let me stop playing. <laughs> we moving on up to the east side to that deluxe apartment in the sky. Smarts, I ask you. I ask you, smarts, smarts, I ask you, I ask you, smarts, smarts, I ask you. Go ahead, man. Smarts, are you ready, smarts? Yeah, man. I got I got something to say about this too, but go ahead, because I know you smarts. Yes, I'm ready. You ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Is it the bullshit that when Megan Thee Stallion graduated college, she bought herself a short Canadian man with semi-automatic weapons? You ain't gotta answer that. Wow. Thank you. You bye-bye. That's funny. It's a bunch of us. I'm in the colony. Hold on. Everybody on a mountain. Everybody marching for a young nigga like me to get tsunami on it. I'ma get it. I'ma win a baby. I'll be on my curry till I crash and burn 40 on the Yeah, I'm acting nerdy. If it's at the appellation to the appellation, I'ma do whatever that it takes to make a black nation. Hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Sweets, and I'm your chief flight attendant. On behalf of the pilot and the entire crew, welcome aboard the late night flight. And here is your captain, the Nile River of New Jersey, the pilot of Tuskegee Training, the greatest Henny Badger who has ever lived, the creator of Black Pilot Radio and the late night flight. Here is the victorious one, Nassour Nuru. What up, my passengers? We are 
first in priority. Donate to the cash app dollar sign the late night flight to get this work from minorities. The late night flight, oh, you never heard of it? Turn up the turbulence. Catch us on these Apple Podcasts and these Spotify services. iHeartRadio, YouTube, and the late night QR scan. Download Audible, download Amazon just to hear us back and forth like a U-Haul fan. Hey, I started out not ahead of you. Now look at me, young pilot with a better view. Making sure you can hear all 90 episodes wherever, wherever, wherever podcasts are available. Now let's take off. Let's get right to it. I haven't written anything down. Freestyle. So I'm, I'm freestyling. This is all off the top. The dome. And we start with Future. I never uh, liked you. Future's album, I Never Liked You, Drop. Beautiful album cover. I heard it. So, Future has a new album out. Mm-hmm. And it's called I Never Liked You. Right. And the, yeah. So, the next album, what's going to be all... The whole industry should respond like, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody else would be like, me too. Like, me, you know what I'm saying? Everybody should just go down the line with that. So, part one would be I Never Liked like you. you. Part two would be... Me neither. And part three would be... Neither did I. <laughs> wow. So, <laughs> real quick, real quick, before we get into the future album, just want to ask everybody a quick question. If it's a triple threat match, all right? One, two, three, triple threat. Triple threat, triple who, threat. Who do you think would win? I'm talking about future versus the baby versus little baby. Anybody can answer. I don't even care. I know I told, in the, in the pregame, I said Keisha answers everything first, but for this, I don't even care. Who answers? Answers. Go ahead. Let me know. It's ladies versus Miss Keisha. What's up? Hello. <laughs> so thinking. Oh, I'm gonna say the baby. I I would have to go with the baby, and that's not even North Carolina bias. Well, a little bit of North Carolina bias. I'm gonna go with the baby because he's been he's been knocking out like all summer, literally. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna agree with you, the baby. I'm a, he yo he yo he a beast behind the mic, and he like he really will like yeah. He bought, he bought that life. Wow. So America sounds like the Henny Badges is very different from the pilot. <laughs> yeah, it might be. <laughs> I mean, the baby's on camera. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yo. So <laughs> here's my thing. And I'm not going to get into little baby too much. But the reason why I'm going to pick little baby is because he is, in my opinion, the enhanced version of future. Okay. Um, yeah. Yo, I agree. I'm going to go over Future's numbers real fast. And I, I, I got, yo, I have to, I'm going to be very nice and say some great things about Future before I eviscerate them later. Okay, I'm just keeping that real. Uh-huh. All right? Okay. But I am a person that likes to give you your points first before I take them away. All right? So with all that being said, here's the thing. Lil Baby, he has a song called Something to Prove, one of my favorite Lil Baby songs. Now it's a single, but that single in itself went Four platinum. Mm-hmm. Four platinum. Yo, look, I, I got some notes for y'all. I want, I want, I want to try to know some things before we even get into the future. Do y'all know what it takes to go platinum now? Do y'all know? Do you know, Smarts? It's, it's got to be like at least 10 times. It's got to be like 40 million, 100, like some stupid number. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a inflated. ridiculous number of streams. Yeah. In July 2018, Billboard and Nielsen, they revised the ratios for streaming equivalent album units. So check this out. What you have to do is 1,250 premium audio streams. Premium. premium. Wow. So that means if you got title, you better pay that 1999. Right. 
All right, just to get these streams, which I'm pretty sure a lot of clubs do anyway. I think premium might not necessarily mean that, but that you can't use SoundCloud or you can't use. It's got to be a paid. What it is is that it can't be the free advertisement that you buy. You know how you get Spotify for free and it comes with the advertisement, but if you buy the premium, right, you'll get no advertisement. Right. So it has to be twelve twelve hundred fifty of those streams, thirty seven fifty hundred ad supported streams. Okay. Or 3,750 video streams are equal to one album Albums. unit. Wow. One. One. Yes. Yeah, so it's like, so it's 3,500 to one? 3,750. 3,750 to one. 3,750 to one. Equals one. So, you know what I mean? So he had to do, wow. So that's what I'm yeah. saying about Lil Baby, because Lil Baby, in wow. my opinion, is the enhanced version of the enhanced version of Future because he does everything that Future does as far as the reverb. The lyricism, but his lyricism, and look, say what you want about Lil Baby, is getting better. I will mm-hmm. say that. It's oh, getting yeah. better. Like he's using, he's he's going away from the reverb and really starting to try to rap. Now it's a street style that he's going to give you, but he's he's giving you the double entendres. He's he's trying, he's trying to get a little tricky yeah. with it. Yeah. I'll yeah. give him that. Yeah. Here's the thing about future. Let's give him the props right now. He is the first. Whatever the first of it is, he is the first of that. All right, he is he is the first he is the first person to to really be like the trap artist, the trap rap artist. And yes. I'm gonna take yep. this to a whole nother level. I want to lay out Future's discography, not every single album, but I want to lay out some stuff real fast because this is digital. We're talking about the digital era. All right, thirty seven hundred fifty streams equals one album. So that's a billion. You got to do three point seven billion streams to go platinum. Yep. And remind you, before I go through these albums, these are albums, not a single. The whole album. The whole album. Album stream. Pluto. Three billion times. Pluto went platinum. I believe Honest went gold or platinum. DS2, Dirty Sprite 2, went double platinum. EVOL, that went gold. Future, platinum. Uh, I believe the Hendrix went platinum Hendrix. or gold. This I Never Like You is projected to go platinum. High off life in 2020 went platinum. Like, yo, in the digital era, where it's very hard to go platinum off your album. Right. Singles whole, can go platinum, no problem. The whole joint. The whole joint. Yeah. Future, look, hey, man, hey, I'm going to give you that. I'm going to give you that, Playboy. Now, with all that being said, I'm going to tell you what I dislike about Future, but you ain't going to get that right now. Keisha, you let me know what you think about Future's new album, which should be called Bronco Music or anything about Denver. All right. Y'all ain't get that joke. That's a Sierra <laughs> reference. All right. That's a Sierra <laughs> reference for y'all that don't understand that. All right. I never liked you, Russell. Wow. So I'm just playing. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I like Russell. Hey, yo. Keisha, go ahead. Tell us what you think about it. Listen, this was hard to listen to. So I'm going to give it like 2.5 fights. For real, for real. Like, it's 22 songs. By the time I got the seven, I had to take a break. <laughs> I, I, I need I needed to get my mind back right. I went back. I tried I tried to listen to a little bit more. I got to 18 and I stopped. So I think I did really good. Um, I, I had some songs I like, but I'm pretty much sure most of the females are going to like the songs that I like. So I'm not even going to name them. But the song I didn't like was for nothing, not because of the name, but because I, it just wasn't flowing for me. Um, I feel like every song he sound the same. His his rap flow is the same. I feel like his beat. Is, I feel like they like okay, let's hear you rap, and then they just throw the beat to make sure he sound right. You know, the rhythm flows together. I don't. I didn't like it at all. 
Um, songs were too short, in my opinion. It was like three minutes, if that. I mean, I mean the ones that I could stand to listen to. Um, and yeah, it's not an album that I could I could drive a long distance and listen to the whole ride. It's, it's not. So I, I didn't like it that much. It was all right. Listen, when it comes to Future, I figured his formula out like 10 years ago. Future's formula is, I'm going to throw some shit against the wall and hope something stick. So Amen. he's, he's going to give you a good 20 tracks. And out of those 20 tracks, maybe about three or four are going to be slaps. And those are the ones that carries him throughout the summer. And so this, I Never Liked You, is basically that. Is like even the deluxe version, I didn't even listen to the 22. I, I stopped at 16 as his regular joint. I saw once I got through the 16, I was like, oh, he got a deluxe. Now nah, I'm good. So I only listened to the main one. So, you know, even with the main ones, there's like four joints that I was like, okay, I can put this in the car, gym, clean up playlist, but, but I haven't done it yet. Most likely I won't. But I would have to agree with Keisha. It's just like most of the joints sound the same. The, the beat, the tempo, the flow, the subject matter. It, it, it's almost as if his beat collection is like the metronome to make sure that he's on rhythm to something. Um, I, I would even put money to see that most of his beats have the same BPM. That's just how much they yo, sound the they same. probably <laughs> yo, they probably <laughs> got the same session. Like <laughs> they probably it's, they probably recorded like, in the same session. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah. that was it. So if, if I were to give this flies, I I'll be a bit more generous. I'll say three, and that's just because. You know, I never liked you. All right, so this is my take on future album. I thought I heard it already, so I ain't even bothered to listen to it. Oh, wow. Listen. There you go. You know what's funny? Yeah, that's it. You know what's funny, though, that you said that? Because by track five, I said the same motherfucking thing, yo. It's like I knew it. I knew it. The same beats, the same flow. And the only song that I thought was okay was the Love You Better because he chose to do a different flow. I said, you know what? Fine. This is okay. Wow. This is okay. Wow. But everything else, this is 2010. It lets me know that Future is a one-trick pony. And it also lets me know that the people that's into hip-hop, look, man, I don't care. I don't mean, this is the jersey in me that I'm about to say this. Because as you know, Smarts, unlike New York, we don't have a frequency. We don't have a radio station. Right, right, All right? right, right. North Carolina, like, yo, when I went to school down south, when I went to Norfolk State, when I, that's when I realized, like, yo, it ain't, it ain't just the East. It ain't just the Northeast because North Carolina will play their music. Atlanta will play their music. Florida, their music. California, their music. Midwest, their music. Right. You know what I'm saying? I love that. I respect that. Like, when I went down South, I realized, oh, Jay-Z ain't the only show in town, huh? Like, that was great. The thing about Future is, for some reason, people did not go to these radio stations and say, yo, Take this man off the radio. It's our fault. It's our fault. I'm sorry. It's, look, listen, we are in a place right now where everybody is getting quote unquote canceled for whatever. For whatever. Mm-hmm. Why the f no one ain't trying to cancel Future? Um, Because Future is giving them exactly what they want. When you in a club and a Future record turn on, it's a rap. I, I can't, you can't take that away from him. He is the, he is one of the great, he's a, he's a, he's a dealer, bro. He's a, he's a dealer. Bro. You know what? Dealing, you know what? Fine. You're right. He is a dealer. He's a dealer, he's bro. A, he's, he's giving them that drug that they want every time, dog. That's it. He is the best fake drug dealer known to man. No conversation about it. That's it. But, but you did say, what, what you said, you said he took, what What did he take though? What you mean? He took. You said he took something. You said Future took something? No, I didn't say Future took anything. Oh, oh, I thought you said Future took something. 
Because because I mean, Russell took some. <laughs> wow. All right. Let's let's not forget that. All right. Russell took a whole child and a woman from that man. All right. Ah, uh, listen, for bro. All, no, f all that. For all I know, he took Scotty's woman. Listen. He out here. Listen. He never liked her. <laughs> wow. <laughs> America, we about to talk about Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Before we even get into that, I want to do my impression of Kendrick Lamar. Smarts, do you have that clip ready? I do. Can you play the clip of Kendrick Lamar rapping anytime, every time, all the time? Please. Sometimes you gotta let it run. <laughs> hey, yo. Is he think Diddy gonna do the bait? All right, give me that. Yo, listen. Keisha, just go ahead. I'm gonna let you say what you need to say because I, I ain't gonna lie to you, producer. I am taking like damn near six minutes of this, all right? This is my time. You think? This is my man's yeah. right here. You know what I'm saying? You already know. This, this, is, this is your world, this baby. This is my man's. This, this, is, your, this is your plane, yo, dog. Go ahead, The dog. best, the best rapper out right now. But go ahead, Keisha. I want you to let me know what you thought about this album. I know we can only give like five flights, but like literally I would give it 10 because this album was everything. I mean, you had about what? 18 songs on here. But listen, I listened to every one straight through. Okay, I got in the shower. I did my homework. You know, I made sure the kids got on the bus. I mean, the first song, United United in Grief, oh my God, it just pulled me in right away. I like the way he put, he puts that money, wiped the tears away. I grieve different. Like, are you serious? I was like, yo, that's, that shit just took me out. The N95, Take of uh, the take of the perception. What what do you have? Take away the perception. What do you have? Uh-huh. Y'all ain't y'all ain't out here being monogam- doing monogamy. Y'all getting. F- I mean that sh- is just like everything he's saying just comes together. You know what I mean? The beats was on point. The lyrics said so much. It was like listening to poetry. The the like I don't I can't even like put everything into words. I'm trying to say but say that. But um I like the way he switched up his rap style. I mean I definitely noticed that he pulled a Drake as Jers would say he was finesse rapping. And I've, I've pretty much really enjoyed it. My favorite song on there was We Cry Together. Woo! My new saying Talk is, nah you, play, nah, you playing, man. That's, that was my song. I enjoyed it. Everything about the album was, was great. You know, kudos to Kendrick. I'm glad. I waited for a long time, but I'm glad, I'm glad it's out. <laughs> you heard what the lady pilot said. Ten flights. That's, oh, wow. Okay. Ten of them. Got you. Dante. Dante Let's, might say 12 flights. You never know. I, I, I nah, never heard this podcast. N- check I, out the I Talk mean, My Credo podcast, all right? Just check that out, yeah, though. Yeah, he talks about Kendrick pre- a whole lot. But go ahead, Dante. Yeah, Let whole, him know what's a whole, up. A whole lot. Listen. <laughs> nah, I ain't, ain't going to upstage anything Keisha just said, but I, I'm going to have to say 10 to. You know, for, for everything she said, because one thing about Kendrick albums, like in contrast to Future, where he just throws and you may get one or two, maybe three, his projects, you have to listen from one to however many he has. However many tracks he has, you have to listen to the entire thing because it's one big story. It's one big, 
beautiful ass painting. And I figured when I listened to it that the, the album is called Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. But the way, you know, this is supposed to be like a double disc, like a double project right. type thing. But it flowed like the Big Steppers and Mr. Morale with the way he basically was going at motherfucking throats, just basically holding up a mirror to the culture like this you. And then turning that mirror on himself and being just introspective, like, I know y'all wanted me to save the culture, but I had to save myself first. And I just thought that that was, you know, just so powerful. I'm talking about heartstrings being pulled from like, mother, I sober. That was my joint. Like, if I had to pick two, I definitely love that we cry together because I'm like, that's the culture in a nutshell. And then mother, I sober is like, okay, if, if it was reversed, then you would see how I take accountability for myself so I don't project that toxicity onto the world. But it, it would just, listen, I, I know this is your moment, Naz. I know this is your moment. So listen, 10, 10 flights. Front just, I, I know the word classic is too loosely used nowadays, but I can't think of another term to use other than classic. Album of the year, hands down. All right, y'all. I'm going to give them some points and I'll probably give them a little sneak diss right now. Oh, okay. So, Kendrick Lamar just put out the greatest unrelatable album you have ever heard in your life. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I want to I I teach y'all something if I can. I don't like to educate people that are my peers. You guys are like around the same age as me. I'm pretty sure right. y'all are just as intelligent, if not more intelligent. No matter what I think when I look at myself in the mirror, it don't matter. You know what I'm saying? But check me out. You ever heard of a podcast rapper, Dante? No, you haven't. That's why you're sitting there doing, uh, that's why you're sitting there real quiet. I just made it up. So we, we've been talking about backpack rappers for a long time. And I've always thought as me being a college educated, you know, guy that did the lyrics and all that type of stuff. I always thought that was super disrespectful. I was like, oh, these street dudes trying to like alienate this style or, or someone being quote unquote realistic with their, their upbringing and making music in that way. I'm going to change that right now. That narrative is no longer. That is dead. No more backpack. It is podcast rapping. Okay. Kanye, Andre 3000, and Eminem had a child. I don't know how, but they birthed Kendrick Lamar. And he is the best version of a podcast rapper there is. Not because he is the conversation. It's because the music that he puts out is the conversation. Song in, song out. Song in, song out. When you hear We Cry Together, I don't give a f who you are. That's the best rapper, hands down. The woman that did it, Taylor Page, that's an actress. So you already know either Kendrick wrote that too or somebody from TDE. It don't matter, all mm -hmm. right? That, yo, that in itself, to make an actress a, a Kiki Palmer type, if you will, and turn her into Cardi B in a matter of three minutes, wonderful. Now, I'm not even going to get into the music yet. I want to talk about who he is, all right? The flex of this man. People... On these uh, articles, I was reading a double XL article. No, f that Kendrick, you put Kodak Black on your album. How you gonna put this rapist, this alleged rapist, or this sexual alleged? Well, he well he basically went to jail for something. So, yeah, you know, yeah. Now here's what people don't understand: it's not a feature, it's a flex. It's not a feature, it's a flex. Because who is the number one rap artist that has that type of stain on his record? Do you know who it is, Smart? It's him. No, it's Tupac. See, Tupac 
Oh, yeah, to this I, yeah day. I remember that. Yeah. To this day. Women don't ever bring that up. If I be like, hey, yo, what you think? I'm going to go over here and do some Tupac. They'll be like, what, what, what did Tupac do? Tell right, me. Right. He went to jail. He did his time. Yeah. That's why he put Kodak Black on this album. People saying, oh, he, he's too deep. He's not deep. He's not even conscious. The real word that he is, is a word that people don't like. Self-righteous. Right. And he's willing to let you know that whatever you think about his self-righteousness, his self-righteousness is going to take him to wherever it goes. The top of the mountain, the appellation, because self-righteousness sounds like arrogance to the common man. But self-righteousness is what got people from thousandaires to millionaires. Right. All right. Right. And he's realizing that that's why he's escaping TDE, not escaping. It's, it's, a, it's a brotherhood still. But hey, look, my time is done. It's time to really be Mr. Morale for real. Yo, Mr. Morale in itself, the name is ridiculous funny because what morality is, quote unquote, really in self-righteousness? There is none. Right. Okay. It's your own, it's your own judgment based on the moralities that you have learned as you grow, as you uh, evolved in this life. Yeah, but what is his what are his teachings? Um, that will teach him his in his real life, what is his religious beliefs or what is his teachings that's given him his morality? So great question. Yeah. Is if you listen to the music, it's in his occurrences. He uses his experiences and the things that he sees, whether it's social media or everyday life, as his way to say, this is how I'm gonna maneuver through this challenging uh thing. Mm-hmm. He talks about like like women be like, oh, he still say and, and this and that. Again, he's not a he's not a moralist. He's self-righteous. Right. I can talk however I want to talk. That, what the f- is wrong with you? It's one of those type right. of things. Right, right. It's it's so brilliant that, yo, first of all, I gotta say this because I, I have bitter, I have bitterness towards this man in a good way. Because from Newark, New Jersey, a hood's uh, a super hood place like New Jersey, they wasn't going to let no man like me run around here talk about some, I'm one of the best. I'm going to do this, that. I wrote for Tretch, but I'm just some little school dude. You know what I'm saying? I'm a school dude, Dante. They not going to let someone like me get in the game, talk about some, yo, let me go talk about school and how I did this and how I did that. Nah. Like, think about Macklemore. Macklemore came out talking some gay They shut that right on down. He can be out right now and may have a, a gay audience of maybe 200,000. But why couldn't he be in the mainstream? Nah, they wasn't going to do that. You know what I'm saying? With Drake, Drake said, I'm going to do LL Cool J 2020. All right? I'm going to just be certified lover boy. I'm going to get all the sales. Kendrick Lamar is beautiful as far as the music. We ain't talking about him. I don't know how his face looks. I'm talking about the music. He's beautiful because he's doing whatever the f*** he wants to do. And on top of it, whatever he wants to do is equivalating to real numbers. I thought he was, I thought it was going to be problematic coming out after five years because that's how I think about Nas. The biggest hypothetical, and I leave everything alone, I want to say this. What if Nas had those eight summers and it wasn't Jay-Z? Rap would look very different, but we would never know what that looked like because Jay-Z did it, not Nas. What you're seeing with Kendrick is, what if the podcast rapper makes whatever music that he wants to make, he or she wants to make, and now you're seeing what this is. I am very fascinated to see what a woman like Raspity is going to do in 2023. After you heard something like this, I'm really, really, really concerned. Not concerned, I'm sorry. I'm really like excited, elated to see what a sister like Raspity is going to do. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop. 
and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What the f***? This that pilot f*** right here. Before we talk about Puff Daddy and his new situation in the D. Hey, should I say it like that? <laughs> hmm. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to say that because it's Puff Daddy, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah. but I'm just saying, in the D as in Detroit. Right. Motown. Right. Motown just signed him for a new, a new R&B situation. We'll talk about that in a second. But I want to ask everybody real fast. Smarts, I'll start with you real quick. Real quick. Mm-hmm. I just found my Walkman and the tape inside was what? I just found my Walkman and the tape inside was what? I'll tell you what. I'll answer first. Onyx, back the f*** up. Now you go. Oh, the tape? Yes. Oh. What was the tape? What was the cassette tape? Oh, wow. It was actually creeping on a come up, Bone Thugs and Harmony, dog. How about that? Yeah. Keisha, you found your Walkman. What's the tape inside? Patra. Ooh. Oh, okay. <laughs> just a, just a oh. nasty little cute big head girl. I like you, yo. Just nasty. <laughs> just nasty. Just dance hall. Just nasty. I like it. Dante, talk to me. I'll go ahead and tell you. Uh, it's probably actually the truth. It's Master P. Ghetto D. Yo. That's what's up. <laughs> you sure? You sure we not related? You sure, yo? Man, hey, hey, Smarts, give me a plane to Shelby. Hey, yo, man. I'm just saying. Hey, yo, bro, let me tell you, in the 90s, dog, I had all, I'm talking about all, I'm talking yeah. about all Master P albums. I'm talking about yeah. True, Master P, Fiend, Mac, uh-huh. um, Mia X, Kane and Abel, uh, What's that dude name? Mr. Servon. I had the oh, yeah, squad, dog. Yeah. Yo, no limit was this but like I even had years. Silk the Shocker. Just got I was that big of a fan. I hey, even had but Silk nah, but Silk the Shocker is the original <laughs> Detroit rapper. That that offbeat rap that's out. Silk the Shocker is the original. I feel like I feel like Wale heard that second album from Silk the Shocker and was like, yo. I could, I could, I could do something way better than this. Uh-huh. <laughs> I could do something way better than this, yo. Look, hey, them, two, them two offbeat ass rappers right there, yo. But Wale, he he mastered the flow of that. Silk the yeah. Shocker was like, it's Mr. Somebody wanted to see the And I told her what you want. And I showed her. I'm like, shut the f up. <laughs> you, the, the, Detroit, Detroit was on it. They was like, we're gonna take this, we're gonna finesse this, we're gonna make this our own. The one, the one bar he did say that was dope, he was like, is y'all ready? Go deep like Jim Kelly. I said, oh, all right, I like that. That was that was the only bar he Dang. had. That was it. That was, yeah, I, I, it, it, it was it was always hard because he'll he'll be like, because I told him, I'm a and then the Yeah. He gets exactly. like, like, what is it? And then I'll be like, <laughs> but I told him. Wow. <laughs> I'll be like, yo, Silk, Silk, you Silk, you abusive. I don't like the way you talking, yo. <laughs> you bipolar. But his voice was so like non-threatening. Like he's being aggressive. But I, but I told him. 
Yo, wait All a right. minute. Yeah, let's please. Because so, we can do this for like 20 minutes. Dog. Let's, let's move forward, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Let's move forward. So Puff Daddy just got signed to Motown Records. Uh, I believe the label, without well, the label. Yeah, his label that he's, that he's uh, putting together on Motown is called Love Records, I believe. Yeah, Love Records. And with this situation with Motown, what he's going to do is put collaborative R&B projects out. That's what he wants to do. He wants to put out singles because... Like I told you before, a couple of weeks ago, Puffy ain't really trying to do music like that, like that. Right. If he can find a way to put himself in the background, do a couple of Bobby Smurda dances, that is everything he wants to do. Right. That's all he wants to do. Okay. All right? Because French Montana and whoever else he manages ain't making him all the money that he needs anymore. All right? (laughs) Keisha, so you saw the notes. We're going to do some hypotheticals. We're trying to figure out since Puff got this deal and we know he's going to do collaborative R&B music, you get to choose one to three artists. That, that's not name Puff. One to three artists, name of the song, and we gotta figure out whether it's good enough that put that uh is good enough that P. Diddy would dance in the background. Smart, you'll be the judge of it. Okay. Keisha, go ahead. Okay. So I, my artist would be Summer Walker, her, and Little Baby. And the producer would be Mike Will Made It. So the song would be like a, you know, a newer version of The Summertime by Will Smith. So it'd be like Summertime Part 2. Okay. You know, so it'd be like a remix or a spinoff of it. But um, I believe like those three artists with that song for The Summertime, Summer 22, um, 2022, that would definitely hit. That song sounds like it could be called Codeine in My Walls. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <Tired> of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of you. <laughs> Smarts, what you think about that? That's a great title. <laughs> That's a great title. <laughs> a, yo, you need to write that down and just send that and copyright that and send that to somebody. Right. <laughs> Trademark that ASAP. <laughs> you know Trademark that now. Dante, what you think? Go ahead, talk to me. Listen, what you got listen, going on? This is what I got. As far as the producer, you got to have the R&B king. They call him the pen for a reason. Sean Garrett. Give me Sean Garrett to produce this thing. Mm. And for my artists, this has all been been a dream collaboration for me, period. So give me the queen, be herself, Beyonce, and Jasmine Sullivan. And the name of this song. And the name of this song is... It's not Solange. Okay. No, no. (laughs) It's not. Hell no. Hell no. Not Solange. It's it's just... just, That's the name of the song. Oh, right there. <laughs> hey, yo. Damn. That's the name of the song. For, 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 for the audience that did not see what just happened, we just got this North Carolina brother. <laughs> this North Carolina brother just did the country <laughs> just said, move the neck. And you gotta and you gotta say it like that. Yes. Imagine having to introduce the Imagine having to introduce the award. Like it wins a Grammy, and you'd be like, and the winner is. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you got to do it. And it cannot be done at, at the American Music Awards because, you know, they have white presenters and they won't do it right. Right, they're so, not. Yeah. It, 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 yeah, that's the name of the song. What do nah, you, you think about that? I, th- I liked it. I liked it. Um, Dang, that's a good one. I am going to go with Dante's, though, because you can't beat the title. <laughs> Even though your title was good. But, I mean, yeah. I, I made that. I made you, that for Keisha. Right, you made it for you. Co- like you ghost wrote her title. Dog. I'm, I'm an A and R. What can I say? <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so here we go. Here we go. All right. This is 
It's going to sound crazy. It's going to sound crazy. Uh-huh. But this is going to be good. All right? So, I want Kodak Black. Uh-huh. I want Future. Mm-hmm. And I want Will Smith. And I want it to be called Hand of God. Wow. <laughs> all right? I, I only want Kanye to produce it. But this is when Kanye can only produce it. After he watches Pete Davidson f- Kim Kardashian. Because oh we need him wow. to be angry. <laughs> oh, my God. This oh is an angry God. love song right here. Oh, my God. Oh no. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, this, dang. This, 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 Yo, it, just gets, it just gets better and better. <laughs> it just gets better and better. Um... I'm going to judge you. I'm going to judge you guys, and then I'm going to give you mine because mine is it's just it's going to be stupid because you guys are awesome. You did a great job. I'm going to stick with Dante's though. <laughs> His is really good. My mine is mine is going to be future, obviously, but it's, he's going to be the feature. Okay, right? It's going to be Chris Brown. Okay, featuring Future. Okay, the producer is going to be the Dream. Okay, the title of the song is going to be I Dream of Hitting Rihanna. No. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gotta like me because I already hit it. <laughs> to flex or not to flex? That is the question. Better yet, are these good people flexing or are they capping? So I'm gonna give you the first half of what we're about to do. So, Ludacris just graduated out of Georgia State University. Or, or did he? He ain't really graduated. They gave him an honorary... Wow. Uh, Smarts, what did they give him? An honorary degree. Okay. So mm-hmm. to satisfy himself, what he chose to do was buy a private jet. Yes. Now, if you watch some old school Instagram flicks, you would know that this young man has a pilot license. He's out here flying, for real. He does this. United DTP Airlines. He okay. does this. That's right? dope. That's dope. Disturbing the air. DTA. That's, that's dope. Whatever. I don't know. That's what's up. But anyway, check me out. What we're trying to figure out is if this is a flex or is he on some capping shit. We'll start with you real fast, Marks. Real fast, because you sound like you want to say, say something. Yeah, man. I'm going to say it's cap, dog. Okay. Why because he could that? buy a plane any other time. Okay. He got an honorary degree. Mm-hmm. Now, this is not me hating on the fact that he got an honorary degree. He, did- I'm pretty sure he did some great things. He earned it. He earned it. There's no hate in no one's blood here. We're having yeah, a conversation. he earned it. But- he didn't earn the degree. He earned the honorary degree. So he didn't do the work, get the education, put the time in to get the degree. And to flex and buy a jet, it's cap, dog. Now, I, you know what I'm now, saying? Now, you do know he is a college graduate. I don't care. I just want to put that out That's there. fine. Okay. It, it doesn't matter. It, no, 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 no. I understand. I just yeah, want you to know he, that he, he did do work. He did put in he, work he, at he, one point he, in time he, in his life. He, worked, he got the degree that he got. Now, he yeah. could have bought a jet for that. Soon as he got his first big check, he didn't. He bought a jet for the honorary. So, you know what I'm saying? I didn't, I'm not taking anything against him. He's done a lot of great things. You know what I'm saying? It's for the culture specifically. Go ahead, Keisha. Yeah, I, I, I think he capping. That, that was just too much. You know, like, it's honorary. Now, mind you, it's not even an honorary PhD. Like, come on. Like, I would have been like, yeah, get, you know, flex real hard. But no, it's, it's an honorary degree that, you know, they waived all these, you know, acknowledgements that he needed to have and credits that he's supposed to have. And, and again, if he already got a degree, congrats to him. But he he was just doing too much. I mean, a, a whole jet like gas is high. What is whatever? Okay, Ludacris, enjoy yourself. Congratulations or whatever. Well, I think they call him Ludacris for a reason. Because <laughs> this is cap. This is cap. Because the main. Because here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's the honor. The type of honorary degree that he got. Now, if 
we're going to give you this degree and you're a doctor now. Hell, if we're going to give you this degree and now it's, it's a master's, you can, you can say you, I don't know what they say, what master graduates, like, I'm a master's now? I don't know what they say. Slave owner. I didn't get, I, I didn't get one of those. Slave owner. But, you know, and, and plus I'm in the South. So, you know, I, I try to stay away from that word. Mega slave owner. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a trigger. It's, <laughs> but all I'm saying is, listen, you just got an honorary degree just for, I, I, I still don't know. What for for your Fast and Furious movies? I don't know. It's like he's like, you know what? You know, thanks for giving me this degree. You emailed it to me, so I'm gonna buy me a jet. I, you know, nah, that, that's cap, bro. Hey, yo, what America? <laughs> America, cap, uh, cap thank America. Y'all. I appreciate y'all for having my back. Hey, yo, hey, yo, stop, stop, stop yeah. talking. Hold on, uh, America. One second though. Hold on, smarts. No disrespect. Uh, why, why, why the Henny badges are going against the pilot again? I don't understand. My band members is crazy. No, I'm Are we supposed to be pointing out the absurdities? Yo, hold on, hold on. Well, well, I'm going to tell you what I think is absurd with okay. the next brother. Okay. I don't think this is that absurd. I actually okay. think this is a flex. It's the realism of what he did after college. Because in real life, when you graduate college, you ain't buying no mother jet, okay? You ain't doing it. Right. No, no. But it's ludicrous. See, no, no. This is a rich mother that could have bought a plane anyway, right? He's just out here flexing. That's what flexers do. I'm going to just do this and celebrate for myself. Look, the realism of this, the realism of it all is this. None of those college graduates can buy a plane after they graduate. Right. Ludacris can. Which brings me to the next guy that we can find out whether they're flexing the captain, which is Anthony Anderson. Now, Anthony Anderson said, hey, look, you know what? I tried my best to graduate college the same time my son graduated. I wound up a, a semester late, but hey, you know what? I'm here. I did it 30 years in the making. Hallelujah, right? <laughs> I am a college grad from Howard University. Yes. I was in the Chadwick Boseman School. Rest in peace to the GOAT. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm here now. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to tell you right now what he did was cap, but I'll get to it in a second. Smarts, you tell me whether you think it's cap or The not. question is, if, if he went to the school and he did the work, then that's a flex. Okay. You know what I'm saying? He posted on Instagram and all that flash right, shit. Right, he's got it's a flex because he mm-hmm. did the work and I, he's successful. Okay. You know what I'm saying? He has all the money, he, the time he didn't have to do it. Right? His life, you know, that was a goal of his that he attained after he got his success. That's a flex. That's fu- hey, that is fine. That is a great answer by you, Keisha. Go ahead, talk to me. Um, I, you know what? I I I think just him going to school with his son and you know what I mean? Even being older, I'm sorry. Yeah, listen, just being older and being in college with all these young people, it's, it's kind of, let me say it right now, it's kind of embarrassing. You kind of feel some type of way. You're the older person in there. Every, like the younger people, you know, they associate with you, but you always like onk or grandpa, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I think him just graduating and, you know, doing it, what, a year behind his son, that's, that's a flex for real, for real. I mean, hold on. Before you say anything, Dante, uh, uh, Keisha, you, you do know that he's not some ordinary grandfather in there, right? This is Anthony Anderson. They're probably like, hey, hey, um, can you put me on a set of blackish? I just want you to know that. It's, it's different conversations with Anthony Anderson. I just want to put that out there. No, I mean, but yeah, that's right. But still, they're going to be like, yo, you know, old dude over there. They Listen, these young folks going to talk just like they don't matter if he's a, a, a celebrity or not. He old. He the old head. So that's all it's going to be. Okay. This is a flap. <laughs> wow, and I'm gonna tell you why. <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why this is the flap. All right, listen. So he goes to school with his son. Just that alone is a flex and a half, you know? 
I'm going to school with my son. We're going to graduate together. I'm Anthony Anderson. I don't need school for shit. I'm, I'm, I've been beat up by Jet Li in movies, okay? I, I don't need this, right? I'm Anthony Anderson. I'm, I'm, I'm doing groundbreaking sitcoms and shows. But all I'm saying is, why can't you finish on time? Because that, that kind of diminishes the fact that you're going to school. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. You couldn't finish on time, so you didn't finish with your son. You know, so it's like, but you're Anthony Anderson. You could have done any and everything. Blackish is over, so ain't nobody asking to be on, on the set of Blackish because that's done. They, they did the last season. All right, it's a wrap. You know, Black Power, whoop de whoop Wakanda forever. That's done. So you had time to do your schoolwork. Well, All right. well if for those who don't know, he's he's back on the set of Law and Order, so they probably asking him that. Uh, yeah. yeah how how right. can I be a fake cop? You can be a real cop and do the same thing. Anyway, listen. <laughs> this is definitely a cat. What are you going to tell me, Anthony? You can't tell me to finish school because when you dropped out of school, you was probably starving into the party, you know, with Leonardo DiCaprio or something. You know what I'm saying? Barbershop. Two could play in that game. Like, no, dog, I'm not. Li listen, listen. You graduate quietly. You want to show me that you on some humble <laughs> Graduate quietly. Keep it moving, dog. No, Listen, he don't need it. He don't need it. <laughs> he don't need it. Listen, listen. Let me, yo, I have never heard nobody with a degree that was going to be an actor was like, yo, how did you feel when you graduate college? Like, they, what are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm making millions right now. Like, I don't know what type of college education Amber Heard got, but you know what that college education and that gave her? Seven million motherfucking dollars that she don't want to give away, okay? You know what would be a bigger flex to Anthony Anderson, in my opinion? What was that? If he, if he, me, you, Dante, Keisha, just let us go get a master's or something. Let's just get some more degrees. Like, buy that for us. That's the bigger flex. Like, bro, I, you can... I, I hear you. He can buy... When you say you hear me, I hate when you do that because I know you ain't listening. It's all good, though. No, you know I saying? actually that, hear you. That means you ain't agreeing, I, which is I fine. agree with you. You ain't got to agree with me. You know what I saying? actually agree with that. I just want you to understand. Like, because hear me out, though. Anthony Anderson, I'm not saying this man is like the millionaire of millionaires, but he has enough money where, let's say... I don't know, the class of 2002, like my class back in the day at university, it was only like 70 of us. He could have bought every single one of us a college education, no problem. And matter of fact, because he's a star, one of these, I don't know, like Todd or Clorox, one of these big time companies would have been like, yo, we sponsor that shit. Don't give a f Yeah, I agree with you on that. That's why I say I hear you. It actually makes a little bit of sense. The reason why I want to talk about this with y'all is because it's uh, commencement season. It's college week, if you will. People are graduating and... I love to see the pictures of people graduating all happy. Now people are half naked when they're taking these pictures because where my hate lies in it is, where's your private jet, motherfucker? Because you about to get into real life. We'll be right back. <laughs> this is The Late Night Flight. Yo, check this out. I'm hardcore. I thought I had a lid on this game. I had this sold up, man. Then I heard these motherfuckers CB4. These motherfuckers is real, G. They are we killers or are we entertainers? I just want to say real fast, because um, I don't know too much about what happened with Buffalo, except for the fact that people that look like me got killed. Right. Um, I just want to say a couple of things. For me, I'm not um, like I, I, it sounds ugly what I'm about to say is I feel so indifferent because there's people lives that's lost. Like I would never know these people, these good people that died. Right. For no reason out of nowhere. But let's not forget what happened at that church with that white kid that shut up those Africans. Mm -hmm. 
And let's not also forget that there was some white brother that was in New Zealand shooting off people at mosques and then had the nerve to do that white nationalist sign while he was over here getting arraigned <laughs> for whatever type of uh, perse- uh, persecution, whatever whatever that was going to happen to him. Yeah, yeah. I said persecution. I'm so Prose- sorry about prosecution, that. Prosecution. Yeah. And it's, it's like, yo, man, when is America? Now, even though that New Zealand thing was global, but as America, as the, the state legislators and the federal legislators, when are, when are they going to really have real gun laws? They're really, like, to be honest with you, the gun laws in America is probably the most hypocritical political stance we have as a country, even more than racism, because you talk so much about protection, but you have it at the cheapest place, Walmart. You know what I mean? Right. It's, don't get me wrong. There's right in selling guns at Walmart. But again, the criteria of how what you can do in order to get a gun is loose. It's mm. super loose. Right. And look. In Newark, New Jersey, I don't know if y'all read this article, but in Newark, there was a six-year-old kid, a six, first grader, came into a KIPP school with a loaded gun. A loaded gun. Look, listen, when that happens, you can't even talk to the parents of this kid no more. They all have to relocate on some godfather shit. You know what I'm saying? You got to go somewhere else and just restart your life because they will never look at you with respect ever. Yeah. You gotta leave. You gotta go. Your kid walked in that school with a gun. You're, you're, you're done as parents. As parents. You're, you're out of here. Yeah. And he's six. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He and she was six. Yeah. So anyway, something happened with Casanova. He, he's a rapper that was signed to The Rock, which is crazy because this is the first drill rapper I could... I, I didn't even think Jay-Z was even into drill rapping. Right. 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 Casanova? He was, yeah, he was. He has a deal with Rock Nation, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's that's unfortunate. And, um, and what happened with him? Uh, well, he got tied up in a in a racketeering conspiracy and drug charges, and he just pleaded guilty. Um, he was a part of a a, a, a gang, yeah. a street gang in New York, right? And he had to plead guilty. They say he's saying they, they snitched on him. He's looking at sixty years, man. That's wild. That's, that's crazy. wild. Yeah, Kid Creole, a founding father, founding yeah. member of hip hop. You're with the Furious Five, one of the greatest. Rap groups ever. Murder charge. Maybe not top 10 anymore, but great, still great pioneers, if you will. Yep. Murder charge. Yeah. Oh, I think, no, I think it was a manslaughter Man, charge. It was, a, it was a manslaughter. Somebody died. Yeah, by somebody his hand. died. By his hand. By his hand. He want to say this, oh, this gay person tried to do something to me. I ain't having it. Man, whatever. You right. running around wielding a steak knife anyway. Oh, who knows right. what you was doing? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But now you going to jail. Mm-hmm. And then now we got Young Thug and Gunner who... <laughs> This is crazy, bro. Hey, yo, I never thought I would say this about a man, but he looks so different without his makeup. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, I don't wish gel on anybody, man, but this is crazy. Hey, it's yo. crazy, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. I had a conversation with some rap friends of mine, and the beef was Beanie Siegel. We was like, yo, well, not we, but one of, our, one of my rap friends was like, yo, Beanie Siegel should have the right to tell the youth to put down the guns. And I said, not why you over here telling people how to shoot them. Okay. No, no, think about that for a second. I, no, no, I understand what you you're saying. Say, yes, like, I'm yes. not saying the public figure, Be- Beanie Siegel, isn't influential. I'm not saying that he shouldn't be looked up to. I'm not saying any of that. But you got to take responsibility, not like, like on some fatherly shit, but I'm just saying like mentally, think about it. If you over here, in a sense, can start a riot. Right. Why? 
If I I look at you as riot starter, Beanie Siegel, that's who you are. I don't need you to play peacemaker because you've done so good of a job playing riot maker. That's not your place. No disrespect, it's not. I understand. I I don't like that people look to other rappers with criminal records to tell them that they have to tell other rappers with criminal records what to do and what to not to do. But it's I happening. I think that's the opposite. I think that's why you're not getting anywhere. Mm-hmm. You're looking at the wrong people to mentor these guys when these guys have trouble past and they're just dealing with themselves and picking up their pieces and dealing with their own lives. Beanie Siegel is only going to influence who who's going to allow him to influence. Right. Locally, whoever has... You know, whoever's close to him, who's in his ear and who's in his neighborhood, who he has reached to. But he's a superstar. Yes. You know what I mean? And that, no, but but with superstardom, that's what that, well, with superstardom comes influence from the, from the youth, from younger people, even people like myself that's like, yo, I like these rappers. I like Kendrick Lamar. I like Kanye West. I like X, Y, and Z. I like Megan Thee Stallion. They're influencing me in some type of way, whether I'm 40 or I'm four years old. Right. And we can, I want, I want to be able to allow Keisha and Dante to get in on this conversation because I have this conversation a lot and I don't want to overpower my perspective on this because I hear what you're saying um, to a certain degree, but I don't agree with it because it's not Beanie Siegel. All these artists that are out now that are on the top of the game now, it's, this has been going on since I was a kid when these, when they were kids and when they were young. So it's not them, it's the culture. Right, and we'll let Keisha go, but hear me out real Mm -hmm. fast. Hear me Mm -hmm. out real fast. I'm glad you said that. Because think about Cameron. Cameron's story, Cameron can have two stories. Cameron can be the guy that dropped out of college after playing basketball, and he's just trying to find himself, and he can be the Confessions Mm -hmm. of Fire version of Cameron, where it was just this artistic someone's in my brain telling me to do these things. He was was a nut. Mm -hmm. But it was great. It was a classic album. Or he can be like, oh, nah, this is Harlem world. I'm out here selling drugs paid in full style. Facts. And that came into come home with me. And that was great, too. Facts. But hold on. But he could have did one and he could do the other. Both of them was great. If he kept with one, it would have been fine. But he's the but the gangster, the street version of Cameron not only plays, but it was the one that everybody played up. The fans like computers Putin. Rather than confessions of fire, keep it real. Right, but keep it real. As a person, as a person that had aspirations to be in the music industry, and was in New York City, yeah. and going to labels, yeah. and having meetings and sitting down and being in a place where we were talented enough to have deals, um, the labels did not want to sign you. Right, they right. did not want to be a associated with you or marketing you or anything if you wasn't really living that life and. I blame that on, um, and I'm going to say this because this is the first time in my mind, in my memory that I heard this where it triggered me. I heard Russell Simmons talk, talking about Jay-Z in an interview. And he said, Jay-Z is the realest out. He's going to be the greatest because he really talks about what he raps about. And you're talking about Russell Simmons. That was the biggest rap label out that was putting people on and making people millions. And he's saying, we don't even look at you in a certain regard if you're not really living that life. So it's a culture thing. And then when you start to say those things out loud and you go to a label and people don't see you out in the street or somebody asks you, yo, you know these guys? Yeah, I know these guys. These guys get busy. If those conversations are not happening about you in the street, the labels won't even look at you. So I feel like the artist can still be dope. You know, 
even with all the stuff they did in their past, they can still be dope, a still, a still a dope artist and do what they need to do. The problem is that they getting caught up with stuff that they did when they was younger because I feel like they weren't, how you say it, they didn't feel like they was invested in themselves or they didn't have confidence in their own craft. And so they got, you know, and also it could also be them just being a, a product of where they grew up at. You know, and um, after seeing this, I went and I, I did a little research myself and saw that Jay-Z started a bill which got passed a week after Young Thug and Gunna got, you know, pulled into their situation. Um, the bill is called uh, Rap on Trial. And um, it's called, if you want to look it up, it's called Sending Bill S7527. He got the first steps of that uh, approved recently. It's still, it's still a process, but it's basically a bill where they can't take pe- rappers' lyrics and put them on trial. And, and that's exactly what some of these people have. And, and even if they're not using their lyrics to start the trial, once they're in trial, these prosecutors are quoting their, their raps. Anything that they say in their rap is, is quoting. And, and that's going to mess up their creativity. How you going to be able to be a, a, a dope artist? And some of these people have experience in, in, in their youth where they had to deal with things that they rap about. And now it's like you got to kind of protect yourself and not rap about things that you, you know, naturally have grown up in or was in that environment. So, I mean, at this point, you know, it's unfortunate, but I'm glad Jay-Z got a chance to get that bill passed, at least the first step anyway. I did read that uh, part of it, which I think that's that's a really dope. And I know Jay-Z been trying to work on that for quite a while. Um, I feel like still there has to be some some mode of accountability when it comes to these rappers. And here's what I mean. Hip hop is all about authenticity, you know. It doesn't matter what your message is. You have to be authentic to it. And I think that it's been perverted in a way to where people are looking at that mode of are you real and does your does your rep check out to the point that now we have people that's clout chasing. That's what I feel, especially with some of these young artists is I can't be accepted unless I have these things on me, unless I have these things on my jacket. Yo, so real, like, real quick, I don't mean to cut you off. Let me, let me, I love what you just said. Let me ask everybody real quick, and Dante, you can go back and say whatever you want. Yeah. Kodak Black, when you look at him, do you, do you see Killer? Do you? I had two people that said no, Smarts, that's Keisha and Dante. I don't know. I don't know what a killer looks like. No, no, but that's the thing. No, first of all, a killer can definitely look like Kodak that's Black. That's all I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. I don't, I don't, but I'm just I don't saying, ju- but no, no, but hear me out. Yeah, yeah. Like just by watching him on interviews, Watching him talk, I don't see a killer. I just see a drugged up menace that needs guidance and help. That's what I see. And guess what? The older heads, the Jada kisses, the beanie seagulls of the world, they be looking at Kodak Black like, get the fuck out of here, yo. Get the f out of here. Except Kendrick. Because Kendrick here to flex. But go ahead, keep going, Dante. Yeah. And that's exactly where I'm going, honestly. So, like, just look at in the last couple of years, some of hip hop's biggest rising names, like you, like, Pooh um, AR Ab, that down in Florida, YNW Melly, like all of these were like rising stars, and they all basically got caught up the same way. To where it was like, you look at these, these are, these are kids. And then it's like, I don't, I don't feel like I'm going to get the respect that I need in hip hop if I don't have these things attached to me. Like, I'm not considered real unless I do a little time, unless I catch the body. Unless I do some of the things that you may have come and seen in your environment, but I see two stark roles that are being taken. Like, 
Kendrick Lamar can be one of the hardest gangster rappers out because of the stories we know that he's told. But I think there's there's a, a way of being authentic, being rugged, being dope as an entertainer, being able to tell your stories about also not continuing to implicate yourself by thinking that I still must be in, involved in these activities that can get me pent up, held up by the system because we know how the system is. I would say um, I agree with that to a certain degree. A lot of the music now is a part of gang culture. And when you're in the gang, you don't have a choice. You know, when you're in and you're rapping and you're in the rap game, you're still in the gang and you still got to apply by the gang rules. So if somebody calls you to put in some type of work or do something, it's an order. You have to do it. So it's, it's a, it's, it's what the culture is glorifying and making people believe that they need all these things to be successful in the music industry. But once you're in a gang and once you're in, you don't have a choice. Let me say this. We're going to end this. Let me say this. There's a big difference between a Chance the Rapper and a King Vaughn, okay? There's a big difference between a Chance the Rapper and a Juice World. Those brothers died through drugs, killing, gang warfare. There's a lot of great Chicago little homies that did mm -hmm. the drill style that was okay. They was pretty good. Either dead yes. or locked up. Meanwhile, Chance the Rapper is walking to the White House, and for all we know, he might be the next Democratic rapper Senator slash president in the next 20 years. Thank you for flying the late night flight. Shout out to all the pilots who contribute to the fastest rising podcast. Hey, yo, what the f***? This is a pilot right here.